Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Hello, and welcome back to the Divorce Podcast. Hello, Mum. <laughs> Hello, Laura. And we're showing our faces today because we need to get this information out there. So mm-hmm. here we go. I've convinced you. Let's hopefully um, help some people along the way. So today yep. we're going to be talking about, um, uh, which was inspired by a couple of people who've messaged through mm. um, our listeners about mm. basically narcissists in divorce. Mm. Yes. Now, I know we haven't really covered that in our divorce course personality type, but we did say that potentially what personality type in our course is the same as a narcissist uh yeah the manipulative and controlling yep yeah and often yep. also high conflict it's a bit of a, a mish of those two isn't it mm. so so basically we thought we'd do an episode hey mum you've mm. encountered narcissists throughout your 35 years of lawing mm-hmm. um and so we thought we'd give everybody who's listening if you are facing um a a potential narcissist or maybe they've got narcissistic traits, mum has some great tips and tricks and just like a heads up of maybe what you're going to come across in your journey of divorce, separation, property settlement and children's things. So, Mm. mum, let's start right at the start. Okay. Um, One of the things you've said to me is that uh, narcissists tend to lie and and I know documents and legal stuff, you've got to swear an oath or in front of a justice of the peace saying this is the truth and the whole truth, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. So do you still encounter people lying? Uh, yes. Is that a narcissistic Absol- thing? Absolutely. Um, and, and it doesn't in- entitle you to lie to counter it. You know, my clients uh, tell the truth in their affidavits, uh, but when the other side just flat out lies, it's um, it's a bit hard to stomach, but the judges all the time get two versions of an event and make a choice at the end. Mm. Yeah, uh, and you've said in the past that sometimes, like in our affidavit episode, that sometimes people just have a different remem- memory absolutely. of what happened. When, when, and that doesn't mean they're a narcissist. No, no, we're <laughs> so not talking what, about that, no. So what kind of lies are they going to encounter to begin with when oh. it comes to a narcissist on the other side? Oh outrageous lies, ones that make you go, like, take your breath away, they're so bad. Um, And you will usually get that from the very first letter that uh, your lawyer receives or you receive um, from him or his solicitor, where they just simply, or her, (laughs) uh, they rewrite the truth uh, and Mm. often project things onto you that that they themselves are doing, you know, and Mm. they might accuse you, say, of being lazy or um, not interested in the kids or career orientated or or you know going out like when actually it was it's them and they'll mm. say things that you would never have proof usually to the contrary they just and if they say it what's I think the ancient Egyptians said in one of their um, book of the deads if I say it three times then it's true <laughs> Right. And it's not. Right. It's not. Okay. Um, but they will say it over and over again. So your lawyers will be looking at you a bit oddly. Um, mm. They probably have got to your parents um, before you have. Uh, true controlling and manipulative narcissistic types will keep you away from your family. And so your family mm. hasn't heard from you for a while. They're a bit shirty with you usually. And then when the breakup comes, before you get a chance to explain yourself, 
you know, he or she's over at your rallies telling them you're no good. So it's, it is oh, breathtaking the depths to which they sink. And the biggest worry for people, if you're a good person, um, then they say things that you think they should know about you, that you you absolutely know are not true, completely foreign to you. And it's devastating that someone who knows you so well um, can say these lies. So, yeah, mm. it really shakes you to the core. So just um, strategies for that is just to, to hold on to your truth, collect your evidence, um, write down the bad things they've done so you remember and, and write mm. down your strengths so you remember. And, and at bad times you might need to. And and so you've said as well that um, facts and evidence is key in fighting mm. a narcissist through a negotiation, divorce, mediation, whatever it is that you're going through. So facts mm. and evidence. So what kind of things do you um, you mean by that? Okay, so so all the way up to a mediation, and he really all the way up to a trial. It's just he said, she said, and a lot of none of the evidence is tested. But if you've got documents and things that can back up your story, uh, you can say, look, no, I didn't. I um, I looked after the kids from, you know, after my shift and here's my signing in at the kindy and, you know, you, things you wouldn't have thought you had to prove, but you can prove it with facts and evidence. And, mm-hmm. and narcissists will get away with it uh, for quite some time and you will feel like you're not being heard. But pardon me, their crunch comes, their comeuppance comes when they're in the witness box in court and then they, they get to be cross-examined. The judge gets to see uh, their personality and a narcissist is never wrong in their eyes. And mm-hmm. pardon me, some of our judges are very good at riling up a narcissist in the witness box and they show their true colours pretty quickly. So right. it's, it's the end of it that you get your truth comes out. Mm. So that it's that you like you've said about the manipulative controlling and high conflict you kind of have to hold your nerve I guess until you get to the chance where you can show that proof etc but sometimes um you've said you know that that they're throwing stuff at you to get a reaction is that they are and 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 Sorry, darling. Sorry, I'm. I'm yeah, not and that's you. right. So they're throwing things at you to get a reaction that might not necessarily even matter in court. That's um, right. But yeah. so, so what do you say to people who maybe get you know text messages in the middle of the night or mm-hmm. outrageous letters from lawyers where you you know they're feeling super wounded in their personal core? Or, yes. You know what? What do you say to those people? Because because I think people can kind of emotionally lash out I guess and well they can or they can uh, or they can appear to be like crying and upset Um, I know I was Um, and and you come across as a little bit crazy and if they're saying you're crazy um, and then their lies make you upset then it seems to like it it can have the effect of making even your lawyers wonder if you're okay Um, not me I'm pretty um quick I think it's spotting those things old ducks like yeah. me we're all sorted with that we don't buy that argument um yeah but, and you but hold on to this thought guys um that in the end if you've told the truth all the way through when they're in that witness box and you're in the witness box you're going to be fine but a narcissist mm. is going to get tangled up in all sorts of knots um, I'm sorry to say though narcissists a court case with a narcissist can cost a lot because they just can't give in. Um, so if you're negotiating mm-hmm. with a narcissist, um, let them make the proposals 
and work off their documents because that seems to be some lame thing they always want you to do. Um, mm. But there's no skin off your nose. So all the while in the back of your mind, you're doing this to get rid of them out of your life. So, you know, mm. and there can be a point where you become overreactive and your lawyer will say, come on now, steady on. Yeah. Mm. And And so sometimes... If that person in the high conflict or controlling and manipulative, maybe they they something happens by the narcissist and they completely lose their, you know, marbles mm. for a moment and yeah. do something stupid or write mm. something or say something, um, that can get people in trouble in court when, you know, so it can. it's really important to hold that, find an outlet maybe through your <laughs> uh, psychologist or I don't not know. Your <laughs> Is there an app that doesn't let you send any text for 24 hours or something? We need that. Well, there is. There is, is there? There is a breakup. There's a breakup one where you can text and, it, and you send it, but it doesn't go anywhere. Oh, I and like that. A, it has a good, yeah, so the breakup, <laughs> so breakup you, box. You know how they, put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they talk about um, don't text or email when you're drunk. Well, don't do it either when you first get that letter. And, you know, I get outraged on behalf of my clients sometimes and I get a stupid letter and I will I use a dictaphone, I dictate off a furious response. And then I go, um, and don't send that one yet. And then I <laughs> I wait till the next day. Oh no, I did it this week already. I did it this week already. It's floating around. I, I it's been typed. I've sent it to uh my partner to look at. And uh, mm. maybe when I'm calmer, I'll go through and take out of some of the absolutely and incredibly and we are indeed yeah. surprised mm. <laughs> because well, maybe, you, maybe. you've got to imagine everything you say is going to be in an affidavit and you're going to be asked about it in court and it's not good enough to say, oh, but he, I was so upset and I got drunk with my friend and then we did this. Well, mm. no. It doesn't, and I guess a, a judge only has a snippet of your life yep. and flavor from the affidavit from you and from them. And if you've slipped up, say four times in three years with your narcissistic yes. abuse, and you've, that's how you're trying, then that they're the bits they're going to choose to show the judge. Yes, so you've got to be very careful, and, and they'll be aware that none of that's going to help. That's what a narcissist wants, I guess, that yeah. that reactiveness. So there is a technique called grey rock. Grey rock, rock. yes, I rock, love it. Rock, whatever it is. Um, apparently you just don't you just don't react at mm. all and and that to start with. But like you said, you if you don't have a dictaphone guys, get a diary and or or type a letter of how ridiculous everything is that they've written and then just don't send it. And don't leave yeah. it where the kids can find it. <laughs> yeah. Well delete it. Obviously delete it. So <laughs> yeah. so mum you've got um also holding your nerve, um, so you said holding your nerve, for example, when they're saying right at the beginning, you're dumb, you're not going to be able oh, to do any of this, you yeah. know, what kind of narcissistic things do people do in that stage and what would you say to the people that are suffering from that? Mm, uh, don't give up is my main thing. Do you know most times when I've encountered a narcissist on the other side, probably probably well, maybe half the time, um, the person sitting in front of me, the male or the female, will say, uh, oh, he's very smart or she's really smart. And they think that they aren't and that their partner, ex-partner will outsmart us. But that's just their press. That's just the press the narcissist put out. So hold your nerve. They're not as smart as they think they are. And there is nothing they can do that this court hasn't dealt with over the past, what, 45, 46 years. Um, I assure you everything's been tried and the court has ways of dealing with people. So hold okay. your nerve, uh, keep your evidence, don't show the crazy, 
Um, yeah, mm. crying. And what shower. about if you're? What if you, like you've said before, sometimes your lawyers might believe that you're crazy, or your lawyers might think that some of the stuff they've written is true. Get another what, what lawyer. Get another lawyer. Okay. You don't need Do that you, sort of negativity. You've got enough problems without trying to first convince your lawyer. Then, mm. I mean, I don't take my clients when I was practicing full time at face value, but um, you test them a little bit. But you don't turn on your client if, if you're mm. going to buy into that. If they're going to give you that much trouble, go and find a lawyer another lawyer that's supportive. I'm not saying um, if they've got a different point of view of the law to you, that's different. Mm. They're the lawyers and you've got to pay, you pay your advice, you take your advice. Uh, but if mm. you're not hitting it off with your lawyer, chances are the lawyer's not having a great time either and it's only going downhill from here, sweetheart, <laughs> because, mm. you know, the early stages um, is one yeah. thing, but getting into trial and all of that drama, um, you know, you, you had... Um, you, you've got to have someone you can connect with. Yeah, you know, I guess it's like a hairdresser, really. Like if you if you mm. go to a hairdresser all the time and you hate what your hair looks like when you leave, yeah. and you feel like crap, but you keep going because they're your hairdresser. It's just kind of that's you'll end right. Up with or if you so, go yeah. um, and get your hair cut and you don't like the person that's cutting your hair, uh, you might yeah. stay there if the haircut's amazing. <laughs> but mm. it'd be yeah. great if you could find someone who was an amazing haircut and a and nice I guess that person. takes that shopping around that we've talked about in choosing yeah. a lawyer, you know, making sure that they're going to fit with you because if you do go the whole way through and it's likely mm. if you have a narcissist on the other side, you really do spend a lot of time with your lawyer. So you want to make <laughs> That's sure true. That they're, they're yeah. someone you can in, at least Connect be with. around without feeling like yeah. you want to yeah, jump. Do you so, want to, um, yeah. A little snippet of um, news that was in the news today uh, uh, this week is that over half of the lawyers are women these days. So um, if we follow the path that women are perhaps a little bit more empathetic, then, you know, hopefully things are looking up for the profession. Oh, that's that's great. That's yeah. great news. So um, when if you've been in a relationship with, um, as we've talked about, uh, high conflict or manipulative controlling, mm. you can be stuck, like we've talked about, in a pattern mm. of communication. And um, I think the same thing would be with the narcissist perhaps. Have you seen with clients where they fall back into those old patterns Absolutely. with the narcissist mm. and they, they maybe lose their nerve or they change their opinion or so what, what, can you yeah. describe what that happens, how what, that happens? What happens people? is, so first visit, oh, he, she's so smart, um, da, 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 I just want this settled, you know, she can have all my super or whatever. Uh, then gradually mm-hmm. along the way, as people begin to find themselves and the strength and extract themselves from that narcissist's web, they start to mm-hmm. be more reasonable. Oh, well, actually, no, I will have a share of the super I need. I've got to get on with my future and and I don't care if he's miserable about it or she's miserable. But then sometimes um, there's a swing too far the other way that every word that the narcissist or his lawyer or her lawyer writes seems to trigger bad feelings and then you clam up and, and my clients will say, that's it. I've given in everything else. I'm not giving in anymore, you know, and, and it's it's hard sometimes for me to say to them that I have to. Actually, you've just begun to be a little bit unreasonable and you'll be sorry for this if you don't sort of think about it overnight again. <laughs> Send mm. them off for a overnight. It, so, yes. And I guess that reclaiming your power and then having to kind of 
maybe they feel like they have to give it back a little bit because they've got to get a, a means to an end to get out of this. You're you know? right. And yeah. like you said, a narcissist just wants to fight, 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 mm. that high conflict. That's what they're getting their energy from. If you play their game and ref- and you've got your power and you, you're not giving in, you're kind of just going to end up where they want you to be, which is in a trial and then an appeal and, yeah. you know, who knows, five million years later it's spent no that's right if it's like that dr seuss book the zacks north going zack and and the south going zacks um you you can uh you can do that but you're at at the end of the day if both of you are like that like you said laura you'll never sort it out um be the bigger person sometimes uh Mm. drop the rope in that tug of war and just walk away um Mm. you know when it gets to something you can live with uh just don't buy into their crazy after that have you found anybody or any of your clients or people that you've experienced moving through with a narcissist if they've gone the other way and just don't want to, they just give in to everything when, or is that no, less of it? No, I never see that. I, I see that That's early. Good. Yeah, I see it yeah. really early that they want to just give in and, and um, mm-hmm. I sort of go deaf a little bit or send them away to think uh, and then gradually they'll, they'll begin to look after themselves um, yeah, no, I never see that. I never see them. Uh, cha- I, I only see positive, strong changes as the influence of the narcissist um, weakens. In those yeah. early stages, um, someone, some people do go back. Right. Mm. Yeah, and that you know that's a that's another kettle of fish, and that's probably why it's a good idea to get a psychologist mm. um, or you know someone that a counselor that you can talk to to help you talk through those things. Mm. Um, another thing that you've talked about before um, is with manipulative and controlling and high conflict is you say don't buy into the crazy. Yeah. So. To our listeners, what does don't buy into the crazy mean? Okay, so you'll probably get these enormous letters um, of, non- of nonsense complaints and just shorten. get your lawyer or you to shorten the response. You don't have to buy, you don't have to respond to every silly thing they say um, and sometimes the way of saying, I have, uh, we have your letter or if you're looking after yourself, I have your letter. As far as it's relevant, these are, I think are what you're trying to say, one, two, three, you're asking this, you're telling here are your answers, one, two, three. I reserve the right to answer the rest if and when it becomes necessary and and just okay. very businesslike and short okay. so that because so, they'll put distractions all around and, and to deter you from your main thing, which is getting through this, getting settled and out. Right. So, you know, it's so you may come across every week a new issue, a new drama, and you're yeah. saying that, you don't have to respond to if you're acting no. for yourself or if you've got no. a lawyer. You don't have to respond to every letter they sent. Could you tell your lawyer I don't want you to respond? Or yes, you can get a lawyer to. A lawyer has to do some sort of response usually. But uh, for me, I I'm the one who writes and tells them their letters silly and too long, and we need to shorten it. But you could say to your lawyer, look, for the time being, while they're just doing this, can you step out of my case? I'll get them, and then you just answer when you're ready. Uh, Another part of the crazy is the uh, five o'clock on a Friday or quarter to five on a Friday afternoon and deadlines. They make a kind of urgency, but it's only all in their head. So don't mm. react to everything. Just make sure you're looking after yourself and and don't second guess yourself with that crazy because it so comes you, to nothing at the end. 
Well, that's right. If you get sent a letter on a Friday at five o'clock, so obviously you can't respond anyway, no. would you recommend not reading it till Monday? Yes, or? I would. Okay. I would. <laughs> There's the dogs. There's the dogs. <laughs> I think I have to go soon. <laughs> All right. Well, Mum, I'm going to let you go because puppies are barking. They've gone mad. But look, I think it's really important that, you know, um, like Mum's mentioned, that lies don't get caught up in it, you know, um, try to just have facts and evidence. Don't let it um, make you paranoid about things. You can always prove and provide it later to the court. Yeah. Um, hold your nerve. If they tell you you're dumb, you're not. You're not dumb. You'll be fine. Um, and also, you know, be aware of how you're negotiating. Be aware of the patterns in your past. Don't let it affect negotiations. Yes. And lastly, you know, um, you've said, Mum, that narcissists get their comeuppance at court. They do. They do at the end of the day. And and your job <clears throat> is to keep them out of your house. Don't let mm. them consume your waking thoughts. Yeah. So don't buy into the crazy. Um, if you do react, it can cause you to get in trouble. Mm. Uh, get a psych. Do facts and evidence and just hold your nerve and when you get to court and the witness box comes around, that's when they'll get their comeuppance. Yeah. So just hold your nerve. Well and said. Mom, I really I really appreciate you talking about that. Now we did have um, a lady send through some questions. We did. Um, we did. did you want to quickly answer them? Yes. So Becky, um, thank you, Becky. Becky wanted to know uh, if uh, there was an order made about property and the other party appealed. Uh, is everything frozen until uh, the appeal? And the answer is no. If the court makes an order about property, uh, that is, they expect that order to be obeyed. If a person appeals, uh, they have to go back to the same judge who made your uh, that order and ask them to stay their their orders. And usually, stay, don't stop the don't operate on them. And usually, a judge will not do that. If a judge has made okay. an order, he'll say no. You carry it out. You give her him the money. You do this, and if your appeal is successful, that's well and good. Um, the only time really they entertain a, a stay is if to do so would to be to make it impossible to fix it up if they were if the court makes a different order. So um, no, it doesn't mean you can tie the money up forever. They've got to ask a judge, and a judge will be very uh, wary about giving it. Yeah, Becky also wondered about um, costs and um, how you get costs back when this person finally gets in the witness box, finally gets their comeuppance, <laughs> and uh, you've made an offer under our 117C, remember, um, and you've made that offer um, way back in, you know, whatever, August 2021, and here you are still finding. Um, you can show the court that offer and the court can make an order for costs, but it's never all of your costs. So it'll just usually be your barrister's fees and um, uh, costs of the solicitors talking to the other solicitors and your filing fees. So it's never 100% back. It's probably maybe a third or a half, if that. But it's worth putting the offer in because from the other person's point of view, if you get the same as your offer or better, um, then they not only have to pay a half of your costs or whatever it is, a third or a half, they've also got to pay all theirs. So mm, it, it, it makes them think. So get your offers in yeah. as soon as you know what you want. Okay. And we talked about that. We've talked about that in the past episode. We did. Um, in just the last episode. So if you want to learn about that, 
um, go and have a look at the show notes for last episode. Thank you, Mum. Thanks for your time. And say <laughs> hello you. to the puppy dog. I will. I'm going to go and save whoever's trying to come in the house. <laughs> All right. Bye, Bye-bye. Mum. And bye if anyone everyone. has any questions, please send them through and Mum will happily answer them at the end. Um, and and uh, we've actually decided if anyone wants to do a review for us on our mm. podcast, on Apple Podcasts, if you can do a review, we'll be choosing um, one person a month to have a free chat with my amazing mother um, <laughs> for 30 minutes. So um, we'll be choosing a review once a month. Yep. Um, we won't reveal your full name, but we no. will say what your first name is and then you can contact us by DM uh-huh. um, and we will, you get to speak to mum for 30 minutes. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so See much. See you, Laura. Um, bye, bye. You enjoy your week. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. By doing so, you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you. Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording in 2020.